The podcast you're about to hear is a pod that I recorded yesterday with Nick Paradis, my good friend, founder of the Play-By-Play, co-host of Children's Programming, lead man of the Bad Ideas, the whole nine yards as we wrap up and recap week one of the NFL season. It was a lot of Jets and Giants, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this one. Just so people ask, no, I'm still not doing fine with the Rodgers thing. Enjoy this. It's the Grind Hours Podcast and it's coming in your ear. Telling you all of the news that you need to hear. Baseball talking, football talk, and NBA as well. Joe has got the highlights and it's just like show and tell. Hello and welcome to the Grind Hours Podcast for, it's going to go up on Wednesday, September 13th, 2023, recording this Tuesday, just about 1 o'clock Eastern Time, and if you're new here, what we do during the football seasons on, it's going to be Tuesdays, but for today, it's, or for this week, it's going to be Wednesday, I call my good friend Nick Parodies. And we just chat about the week that was. And we wrap it up in a giant Christmas SUV-sized bow and move on to the next week. And Nick, um, to say last night was a roller coaster of emotions would be the understatement of the year. Yeah. I don't know where to really begin other than incredible win and a devastating loss and i i just i've i put out a little bit of a blog post last night i've the entire day today tried to come up with words to describe the loss of aaron Rodgers for the season four plays dude i mean it's painful i mean it's legitimately painful this is. You don't got to tell me. This is the first <laughs> time ever. I mean, we've been doing this show for six years, seven years now. Yeah. This is the first time that I've ever legitimately gone to bed the night before, and I was like, I, I, I don't even know if I want to do this. It's just. It was just. It was that painful of a football weekend as, like, a New York fan. I mean, like, what what more can they take from you, the football gods? I what don't know. What more can they take? I... The... And I, I mean, I, I feel started... so bad. Like, it, it's... At least it's a win. And at least it goes out, you know, the, the kid from Hard Knocks with the, the big touchdown return. I mean, it was an awesome way to end the game. But... Four plays. Four plays. It's not fair. It's just not fair. I guess we'll start it with this. Do you think his Jet career is over? 
I mean, he's 39 years old. He just got here. He doesn't owe this organization diddly squat. And he's now got to go through, if he does want to return, a, re, a strenuous rehab process at 40 to come back and try to prove that the injury didn't define his Jet career. And I, I understand that to a certain degree with wanting to go out on your terms, not the injury's terms. But he's also... I don't want to say a weird guy, but one with the universe in a way. That why yeah. else would you do ayahuasca in a darkness retreat? So maybe he sees this as, you know, sort of a calling to say, "Okay, my football career is over. Tr- time to go do other things. Time to host Jeopardy. Time to, you know, I don't know, build a darkness retreat somewhere in the middle of Idaho. I have no idea." <laughs> but it's I can't just imagine unfathomable how this just continues to happen to this franchise. And I'm wearing my Garrett. I I I just got this jersey last night for my birthday. I came in. I I'm gonna wear this Garrett Wilson jersey proud. I have a sauce jersey off screen over there. I'm gonna wear these jerseys proud. Thank goodness it was a win. Stereotypical Jet fashion is it's a loss, and you're just sitting there and you're like. Oh my God, we're going to have to go through this. At least it's a win. At least they're 1-0. And I'll remind you, the uh, the Jets have more wins this season. than Zach Wilson has more wins this season than Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert do. For a week. And a lot of people I saw, oh, you can't spell uh, Wilson without a W. Well... He didn't really do much. You also can't spell Wilson without an L. Yes. He can't he didn't really do much, Zach Wilson. He he didn't really do much. He didn't and, lose you the game, which is a step up from his normal. Well, he tried. He tried his there, damnedest he, he, to do yeah. to do so. The problem is Josh Allen was also trying his damnedest to lose. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen him play. Nick, do you know who the second leading receiver for the Jets was last night? Uh, I'm assuming the first was Garrett Wilson. First was Garrett Wilson. Tremendous game, incredible catch, best catch for the Jets since the new building is opened. I'm going to say it might be Alan Lazard because he's the, he's the wide receiver too right now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it's one of the running backs. I'm going to guess Brees Hall. It was Jordan Whitehead. Mm. He plays mm. defense. Mm. Mm. He had three catches. He was the second leading receiver. It's a, it's a great <clears throat> point. Now, without him, there's no chance that they win the game. And without... Uh, but that's been the script for about a year now. Defense yes. will, win, will, will at least keep you in the game. Can you score 21 to 28 points? Because if you score anywhere between 21 to 28 points, odds are you're going to win the game. But this team, down 10 at halftime, a Zach Wilson-led offense that had 143 yards total at halftime. Yep. Somehow they win the game. And that's not always going to happen. So where do you go from here? Rodgers... To answer Honestly, your question from before, go ahead. Um, I don't. It 
I last night my gut reaction was like he's not done. He's coming. He's too competitive to not come back. He doesn't want it to end this way. No one would want it to end this way. He's going to come. He's talked about playing for five more years like Tom Brady. He's going to come back. As time, It gets a little harder to think that way the morning after. I, yeah, I still lean so, he's coming you, you, back. You sober but, up. Yeah, I still lean that he's coming back, but I just, it's it's so iffy, man. It's like. It might be the Zach Wilson show yet again. We'll get to that in, in just one second. Because, oh, are we going to get to uh, who's available? Well, I, I don't even really want to fathom that at this point because some of the just ludicrous asks right now, it's it's clown stuff. But Well, there are a few that I think do make sense. Well, we will, we will get to that in a okay. minute. Yeah. Honestly, I think he's not coming back right now. I would be shocked. Shocked. I would I would welcome back with open arms. Come on, Raj. Let's go. Let's try to win us a Super Bowl. But I would say that's even more of a must win. Next Maybe he'll year, play for the Vikings back, next year. Who? Maybe he'll play for the Vikings next year. Yeah, you know, just to complete the cycle. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Favre cycle. Yep. But I just... I honestly, I don't think he's coming back because he's damn near 40. He's going to have to go through the worst rehab you could possibly go through from an injury standpoint. There's not many injuries that have a worse rehab process than an Achilles. No, yeah, it is tough. The last player that was a star and he was a running back was probably... I don't even know. I I, I was going to say Peterson, but Peterson was an ACL. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, was an ACL or a UCL. Teddy Bridgewater was all of the D ligaments. But, so, yeah, he he was not an Achilles, though. So, I, I don't really even... There's not really even a comparison. And, again, he's 40. Right, he, And he doesn't owe this organization anything. He doesn't. And I don't think the organization could fault him if he just says, you know what, guys, I think that's it for me. Which sucks, but there are two small silver linings to this. And I, 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 it's foolhardy to even say that they're silver linings. But one is they get to keep their first round pick this year. So if they suck... At least they'll get to have a, a high draft pick. Yeah. I, I can't believe I'm even saying that after week one. Two, you'll get to actually know the definitive answer on Zach Wilson. Because... That's that's the thing. If he can't get it done with this, then he can't get it done with anything. Yeah, he has the weapons. Is his offensive line Swiss cheese? Sure. Did I think he was going to... Missed some time last night because he got folded like a lawn chair? Yes. Do I still think that they need a backup? Absolutely. But I think right now, on September 12th, at 1 o'clock Eastern time, Zach Wilson's the quarterback for this team going forward. I don't like that statement. That is the... How can you? Nightmarish situation that every Jet fan was fearing throughout training camp. 
but at least now we have the ability to find an answer and if he actually does play well which odds are against him i'm not betting that he will actually figure it out in new york but if he does he has the opportunity to deliver on the promise of where he was selected mm -hmm. and they have the ability to make a decision on the fifth year option which they were going to have to do at the end of next year anyway and they would not have known if rogers played the full time so at least that's a silver lining for a young quarterback that you mortgage your future and why we're in this predicament in the first place right of zach wilson and I, whatever reason they, that they drafted him, whether it was because of Woody overseed everybody else and you wanted to pick him because he's his godson or whatever rumor you want to throw out because of JetBlue or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's the quarterback moving forward. I Again, I hate this scenario. I hate that he's the, the, the quarterback that I have to watch every single Sunday with a championship – Anybody who said that wasn't a championship-level defense, now I'm not saying they're the 85 Bears, I'm not saying they're the 2,000 Ravens, although they looked damn close to the 2,000 Ravens last night. Mm -hmm. They are a championship-level defense. That is put the, that, that, that is not up for discussion. You don't win that game without that defensive effort from everybody. They didn't really throw it sauce. Quinn Williams was everywhere. Quincy Williams had the game of his life. Jordan Whitehead was reincarnated as Ed Reed for a day. Yep. Everybody had a great game. And they beat the hell out of Buffalo defensively. It just has to work on offense. And you have prolific playmakers. Absolutely incredible playmakers garrett wilson absolute bona fide stud was worth and is going to be worth every penny when they extend him Brees hall was awesome in his first game back from an acl first game back looked like he didn't miss a beat and i don't really want to put him in that spotlight every single week if he can pop off a 20-yard run here and there once a week fine but I'm not rushing him back. Dalvin Cook looked like he was a little rusty. Hopefully we can bang that off with a couple of games. You would think, right? I mean, he's good enough. But Wilson does not need to be a top two pick. He doesn't have to be Trevor Lawrence. If he could just be, and I can't believe I'm saying this because we could have had him. If he could be Derek Carr, level if you could be jimmy garoppolo level guys we could have had we're gonna win we're gonna make the playoffs and right now that's all i'm asking i'm not looking for afc championship game or bust i'm looking for just get me into the playoffs mm -hmm. i don't care what that means for zach's future just get me into the playoffs i don't care if we get battered 50 to nothing in kansas city i don't I want to beat New England at home in two weeks, and I want to get in the playoffs. That's all I want from this season. I don't come hell or high water, because for 
about two and a half hours last night, I was like, this is the worst thing that could have ever happened. Rogers well, it done. was. I mean, even with the and win, it still it's is. still the worst scenario possible. Yes, it still is. Because it's the Zach attack for, for the rest of the year. Now, the well, other option. Until they sign Joe Flacco off the scrap heap again. Yeah, I don't want. I, 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 I'm Carson done Wentz with him. is available. I don't want Carson Wentz. I don't want Flacco. I don't want old ass Matt Ryan. I don't want to knock on Tom Brady's door and say, please save us. No, I don't want that. You beat well, our ass for, for 20 years. Come save us. No, stop. If, if Tom Brady signed and started winning games, you would turn around. If Brady signed, he would snap his Achilles in half walking to the press conference. <laughs> uh, He's not coming. Jet fans, st- I, I, I love you. You're just damaged like I am. Stop. All I can do is sigh the pain away. Stop. Brady's not coming. He's not leaving whatever gig he has now. He just signed up. You know what would have to happen for Brady to become the next quarterback of the Jets? And I can't believe I'm even going down this road. But he would have to relinquish ownership in the Raiders because he's a part owner of the Raiders. Oh, yeah, true. He would have to give that away. I mean, he was hanging out wearing a Patriots jersey the other day at their game. Well, that's because so. they retired his number. And I'm sure the the Davis spawn is fine with, you know, a retirement jersey number. Him and, Kat, and Jeans running out like... It really looked like... And I, I don't really mean to pile on Brady, but it looked like a has-been. Like he looked did. He old. looks a lot. He he does. I I mean, looking at the the interview footage afterwards, he's he's a retired. He, he's an ex football player. He's he looks retired. Like, he looks like your dad out there. Not your right. dad specifically, but your dad in a right. metaphorical sense. <laughs> it looks like if your dad played high school football, putting on his old high school jersey and going back for the homecoming game. Al That's Bundy, six like. touchdowns in a game for Polk High. That's what we had. And that's fine. You want to know why? Because he probably had regular ice cream for the first time in 20 years. He probably had a beer for the first time in 25 years. Well, for the first time at a... Co- I mean, he was he was getting crunk on that Super Bowl boat a couple years fine. ago in Tampa. It was probably vodka, no calories. He was probably on the, the model diet. Because he was still mm. married to, to, uh, to the Giselle at that point, but let's do a shot, right? That like it was. He's a retired football Tequila. player. Tequila. He <laughs> he would have to he would have to endure an entire off season of back on his regimen. Yeah, he's not doing that. He he's not in football shape. If if you got Brady now. He would be like, speaking of Minnesota, Minnesota Favre in his last season. He would be a turnover machine and a shell of his former self, and that's not who you want to come save this season. What a drop-off, by the way, from MVP Brett Favre to abysmal Brett Favre in that's one offseason. That's what off happens season. when you're 43 years old. It happened to Brady. 
do people forget what happened to Tom Brady last year? He was not that bad. But he didn't want to get hit anymore. Yeah, I yeah. It was three seconds or less. If the ball's not out in three seconds, he was throwing it away and shying away from whatever hit was coming his way. This offensive line, he is just a uh, sitting duck. A guy waiting to get blasted. He's not coming here. He's an old man. He's older than Rodgers. And again, nothing against him. I, I, I'm actually happy for Brady because he's enjoying his retirement because he actually looks his age for once. He's off the regiment. Stop. Do you want Peyton to come from the Omaha booth? Yes. To come save this? Like, come on, what are we talking about? Maybe Eli can come down. You want Montana he, he or Namath? He knows the stadium. Like, what? Do, yeah, he's probably still, his key card probably still works. <laughs> I, I just, I don't. Green number 10, double retire it. I don't get it. I really don't. And it's it's copium. It's 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 Jets fans looking for any semblance of hope in this season that was supposed to have brought such promise for them. And I understand the other options. We 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 went through them. You got Matt Ryan. Yep. No pass. You got Philip Rivers, who just welcomed his like bajillion child into the world. No pass. Carson Wentz. No, next, pass. He's the best option of what is available, though. From starting level quarterbacks? Sure. But you know who we could have went also. at? Cam, no, pass. He's smoking cigars and playing Madden on Twitch. Pass. You have to go I out. Th- I, I, I think that Cam would be better right now than Zach Wilson, though. I don't know. And that's scary because, again, he's been out of football for a year. Quarterbacks who have been out of football for a year are even worse than any other position out of it. And he would have to learn a new offense on the fly. Anybody really would. But there are two options for me that are backup quarterbacks that if Zach actually is garbage Mm -hmm. and just as bad as he was in that Jacksonville game last year. Very curious where you're going with this. Chris Strebler. Okay. There is a actually I'm sorry, there's three. There's one pie in the sky which I'll save for last. There are okay. two that that are actually one's not on a team right now and was up until a few weeks ago. Mike White? Um No, Mike White's still on, I believe, still on Miami's roster. Okay. I actually so Chris, I haven't heard that one yet. So Chris Strebler. Strebler's on the practice squad. Strebler's on the practice squad. He's a practice squad QB. It's Colt McCoy, number one. Colt McCoy, okay, I like it. He is a serviceable backup that can win you a couple of games here and there because he's just a professional quarterback. He, he All he's going to cost you is money. And because of Rodgers, you got ample of it. And you could bring him in for not that lot of money. Maybe the veteran minimum. Have him back up Zach. Mm-hmm. Bring a professional into the room, if worst case scenario. Two, it would cost you a pick, but I would call up 
the Detroit Lions and trade for Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Because Teddy's America's backup. He's already been here. Jet fans adored him for the cup of coffee he had before they traded him to the Saints for a third-round pick. He is mobile enough to play, still play in this NFL. He's got a decent enough arm. He's got weapons galore like he did in New Orleans when he filled in for Breeze. So he is used to this already, filling in for an icon, even though Rodgers was here for literally four minutes and 15 seconds. The third one, this is the pie in the sky that I've already heard rumors about. Mm -hmm. Stafford with the Rams. And that would cost you. They just won, man. They're not going to give him up. They want to tank. They just won. They want to tank. It's not as oblivious as it is, or egregious and obvious as the Arizona Cardinals. But the Rams want to tank for Caleb Williams. They want him. Are we sure? Yes, I'm sure. Why why do you think Pukunukia is the leading receiver on the Rams? Why do you think Cooper Cup is seeing a specialist in Kansas for his hamstring and and is starting the season on IR? I just feel like this is good. I just feel like this is a lot of like revisionist history. I mean, they just smoked the Seahawks. It wasn't even close, and the Seahawks were a playoff team last year. It's it's they one game. I'm telling, I th- why do you think their roster is half undrafted free agents? They've got a lot Partially of injuries. Because they That's mortgage why. their future. But but they've got like they it, it it's I it's a little it's a little early to be saying that the Rams are trying to tank. I think we need to get to like week four and they're one and three. It's a little yeah. early for that. I'm surprised you didn't go with what I thought was the obvious pick for this whole thing, which is. With uh, with the current starter tearing it up out there and showing no signs of giving the job back, call up San Francisco and see what they want for Darnold. I I floated this around. He knows the offense. He knows he the building. Really. It's a different system. It's a different system. He knows the coaching staff. Barely. <laughs> I mean, barely. It seems like to, it seems like a better idea than. Bridgewater, who's just been a backup forever, and it seems like a more realistic idea than Stafford. And I've actually come around, because I, I, I was calling for this a lot, and I was ridiculed for this a lot. And I wanted Darnold back as the backup QB, because at that point, Trey Lance was still in San Francisco. There were still three QBs. I said, why not throw a fifth-round pick San Francisco's way? Bring Sam Darnold back. But after thinking about it, there is a lot of baggage there. It's the sea ghosts. It's the the pneumonia. It's all like it's all the baggage. It's how he left. They traded him away to go get Zach, and now they would both be in the room. Yes, he barely knows this coaching staff, but that's because they were hired two months before they shipped him out. The first order of business. For Joe Douglas was to ship him out. You could trade Zach for that season. Darnold. There was no. That's not full gonna, circle. That's even more baggage. 
on top of Darnold. It's come save our franchise again. We drafted you five years ago to come save us. We need you back. I don't want to do that. I know Teddy Bridgewater is basically the same thing. It was the the holdover Mm -hmm. until the next great thing. But that's what Teddy B has done his entire career after he left Minnesota. He's just been that stopgap quarterback, and he's been good. Not great, but you don't need great. You just need good. You need serviceable. You need average. And Teddy Bridgewater can be that. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll talk about just the deplorable performance by your New York football giants right after this. All right, Nick. Yeah. From my pain to your pain. Yep, let's uh, let's discuss the other reason that I didn't want to do the show today. <laughs> Where to begin? Because all yesterday, and I was a little detached because I was sitting in my own bubble, first with all the hype from Rodgers and then all the depression for not fulfilling anything in a jet uniform but listen full disclosure i went to bed at halftime the game was over Two you didn't watch it in? all the way through to torture yourself like don lagreca no. did if i if i was a giant fan probably i would have i didn't watch a single snap of this game live i had it on the radio briefly i i checked the, the highlights, if you can call them that after, so I would be prepared for the show. I knew what was happening the whole time, though. I stayed updated. You know oh it's a bad God. performance out of your team. When I was glad to be dealing with a family emergency at the hospital rather than watching the New York Giants football team. This was horrendous. This is awful. What are we doing? 40 to nothing. Absolute cheek clapping at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, where to begin? Everything was wrong. So I have a couple of questions for you. Because there's been blame cast in... 40 million different directions because that's what happens when you lose 40 to nothing in prime time Uh on your home field against your most hated rival. Yep. Do you blame Dable for this? Yes. I agree to some point because... Game plan's got to be better. Yeah, you got to be better. You got to have your guys prepared. You just want coach I, I, I of the year. I blame everybody. How can you not blame everybody? I blame Dable. Game plan's got to be better. Jones got to execute. Barkley, fifty-one yards rushing is is not acceptable. Did, it did, is did, when you're up twenty-eight nothing and Daniel Jones is three hundred yards passing. Right, but Daniel Jones had a hundred and four yards passing with two interceptions. So, my Darren Waller just... as the leading receiver, three receptions for thirty-six yards. I mean, it's a problem. The leading receiver for the Giants was Cowboys defenders. The <laughs> it's it's and and 
it just it always goes back to it with this team it's this is always the thing with this team and it drives me crazy why can't we get the offensive line right yeah you're right no we've been we've been as long as we've been doing this show it's been and i was right there with you and looking at my offensive line there that's the reason why rogers is done for the year and i'm scared to death of this defensive line for the cowboys against the jets which he's offense in about six days but i just i don't get it i don't how the more things change the more they stay the same and and you know, I hate to agree with our boy Don because it was it was painful to hear the truth yesterday in the car. <laughs> but uh last year, like he said, JV Tonka truck. You know, you beat we, the South. Are we sure though? Because yes. look, look, I, I know we wanna cast last year as because of this drubbing. As JV Tonka Truck, as you got lucky. Well, it's hard to it's hard to not live in the moment with things like this. I mean, and, no, and the, I'm the, not faulting you or Don or anybody who does that. And the evidence is the kind thing. of there. I mean, this this what we saw last night or two nights ago that was the Giants for the better part of of seven years. That was what they did. They went out and they got spanked like that. But don't yes, worry, guys, we're going to play in primetime three more times. Specifically to this team, I have a feeling that this isn't the Giants. This year's Giants, the 2023 Giants, is somewhere in the middle of playoff team and the team you just saw on Sunday night. I, The reason being, there is a lot of baggage with Dallas. Dak hasn't lost to them in the last 11 tries now. He's only lost to them twice in his career, and they were both as a rookie. So there's a lot of baggage there. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of emotion. It was the night before September 11th. There was, I know, not a lot of hype around this team in the preseason, but Giant fans were banging their chest saying this is a playoff team. We're going to take another step. We might be NFC Championship bound. Yep. It is one game. This team still has really good playmakers on offense. They have a pretty good defense. They have a middle-of-the-road quarterback. And they have a good coach. I still think Brian Dable is a good coach. I'm not saying it can't happen. But I guess saying. they did go on the road and win a playoff game. I know Minnesota was Fugazi, and they were the most Fugazi 13-win team of all time, and everybody was on the Giants, and rightfully so. But Daniel Jones was still trailing in that playoff game, on the road, and delivered a game-winning playoff drive. He still did that. Mm-hmm. Yes, he got absolutely just pants against the the Eagles. A lot of teams did last year. 
I get he still has to beat the Cowboys. It's kind of the same thing with the Jets and the Patriots. Even though the Jets and the Patriots is worse than it is with the Cowboys and the Giants. But it is one game. I know you're last in your division at 0-1 and 0-1 in the division. And the sky is falling and you can't get And it seems like you can't get up from here. But you got a cakewalk in Arizona next week. You can play San Francisco tough. Does that change your mind if you go into San Francisco in prime time? And I mean, of course tough? it does. Of course it changes your mind. I On Monday you know, Night Football in, in about three weeks, you're playing Seattle. You just said it. Seattle got embarrassed by the Rams, who, again, I think are still trying to be bad, but they got embarrassed by the Rams. You can't go out and beat Geno Smith, who hates playing in MetLife Stadium anyway. You could be 2-2 two and two at the end of this month and yeah. singing a whole different tune. It's one game. I get it's overreaction Monday. I get all the hype from the preseason, and you can't wait until week one and you get just embarrassed to the highest degree on your home field in prime time. I get it. I get how hurt that makes people feel, how delusional you can be in your anger. But let's not completely revert back to... This isn't the Joe Judge era. This isn't the Pat Shermer era. It's different. Dayball's a different coach. It's all good. I'll just uh, I'll just go uh, have my affair with the Steelers again. Oh wait, they lost too. <laughs> what a shame. Tough being me. I mean, it's we're gonna have to uh, get a, a third uh, third wife into this go back mistress on, uh, situation. On oh yeah, incognitus. Yeah, the, the football Tinder. I, mm-hmm. It's just I. The one thing that I Perhaps will say the about the 49ers this, are single. Perhaps. The Dirty Purdy Party? <laughs> the one thing that I will say about this Giants loss is it did have me thinking, who is the real Daniel Jones? Because we've seen... That's the thing. Wanna... That's the thing. If If... The real Daniel Jones, if last year was the fluke and the real Daniel Jones is now regressed back to the mean, then this is a serious, serious problem because he just gave him all that money. Right. And that's, but that's the, that's the question because he had a pretty good rookie year. He regressed in his second year. He had a just crap couple of years with Joe Judge. He had a really good year last year. I get it's one game, but what type of bounce-back performance? I, I don't even want to say against Arizona, because Arizona is a, a Little League football team at this point. I wonder if the Giants will take the bus to the game and have some fire on their belly as they By go the way, to that's Arizona. the other reason I think the Rams are not tanking, is they just beat the Seahawks, and they already know that the Cardinals are tanking. So now you're essentially guaranteed at minimum second place in the division. Why would you tank? I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, give it would... one more shot, and then if it doesn't work this year, trade away Matt Stafford for parts and make Koop, uh, Puka Nakua the, the number one wide receiver. Uh, great name. I just I don't know, but what would Jones just pick them up in fantasy? So get ready for that. Good luck. Good luck. Puka Nakua show. What would Jones have to do against San Francisco to change your mind about how bad he looked in week one? He would need to go out and play like he played last year. I need to see two to three touchdown passes. I need to see no interceptions, no turnovers of any kind, uh, manage the game, uh, avoid pressure. He play like he did. Play like you did last year. Play like the quarterback we gave that money to. Not the one that we were not willing to extend the fifth-year option on. That's fair. I, I All I'm saying, and this is coming from a depressed Jet fan, who, sorry, Giant fans, hold my beer. Yeah. We had a worse week one. It's not that bad. Play play better than Kenny Pickett played against that same defense. <laughs> That's what Which I need I to see. Which I think he can. Because right now I think, now, I think too. Jones is a little bit better than Kenny Pickett. As of right now. Sorry, Steeler fans. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh Uh-oh. Now you're going to get dragged into the Steeler hell, too, Mm. even though you're already on it. They they don't like me. Defending defending Mike Tomlin to your dying breath. Great coach. Fantastic coach. Come at me. Come at me, nerds. Just look at him with sexy sunglasses and beard combo. (laughs) Ugh. On that note, we'll take a really quick break. We'll come back with some uh, week one overreactions back after this. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together... We're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes. SeatGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, music fans, comedy fans, theater fans, fans of tickets. Use my code GRINDHOUR to get into the building to get yourself a seat. Again, that's code GRINDHOUR at checkout for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app one more time. Code GRINDHOUR. That's G-R-I-N-D-H-O-U-R at checkout. Alright, Nick, we've got Where is my DoorDash? (laughs) It's a great way to start overreactions. Yes. Uh, Segment not sponsored, by the way. DoorDash, come holler at your boy. It'd be fantastic. Holla at either one of your boys. That's very true. I will accept hollaing also. (laughs) Nick, I've got... Two overreactions for week... Actually, three overreactions for week one. How many you got? I got three as well. 
All right, since you're the guest on this show, you go first. Number one, Bills are not making the playoffs. I like it. I was on the fence about it. This moron is calling me. (laughs) Hello? Second time, ladies and gentlemen, this has happened on the show. Good, how are you? We're doing this again. Again. Upstairs, second, uh, first apartment, I'm sorry. Riveting radio. Upstairs, uh, first apartment, 204. Is he driving around the block, Nicholas? You can just leave it. I'm, I'm in a meeting right now. I think we're going to keep this, by the way. Yeah, we should. Okay, great. About a year ago, this happened. A year, maybe yep, two and a half, day. maybe a year and a half, year and a half ago. Nick, I didn't think we were going to get a second saga of uh, of your DoorDash chronicles on this podcast, but here we are. I did not either. <laughs> At least you were driving just... around your blo- your apartment complex last time. How is it this hard to find apartments? You count down or up until you get to the right number. Uh, There's never... only so many. That's very true. What was yes. his rating, by the way? What, what was their rating? I don't know. I did not check, to be honest with you. Be right back. Maybe that... We have to flip it on you. Go get your food. I'll badmouth you while you're away. Maybe we have to flip this on Nick now. Because this is the second time this has happened on the podcast. Maybe, just maybe, it's not the DoorDash drivers, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe Maybe it's our boy. Maybe that. Maybe that's the reason why... Maybe he's a... A, fool, uh, a foolish tipper doesn't tip as much, even though he's in the service industry and should know better. Maybe his rating is not that great, even though he was a former Uber driver and I'm sure had a flawless Uber rating. Anyways, where was I? Nick, uh, as I was just telling the people while you were going and grabbing your food from your door, I said, yes. maybe it's, and I can't believe we are flipping this to this before overreactions, but we will... we. Since we've come down this road so far, maybe it's you, bro. Because this is the second time. Maybe it is. It's maybe me. It's, maybe it's your rating. What was your I'm, Uber rating, by the way? When I uh, retired my jersey to the Raptors. Yes. What was your What was the rating? Four point nine five. Usually, my complaints were about uh, being uh, being uh, surly and hard to get along with. <laughs> and and by the way, anybody who leaves a comment for their Uber driver is a tool. Sorry, just yep. just put just give him the five stars, give him the tip, move on. Don't t- you, why waste that, that? That's worse than a Yelp. Stop it. But maybe it's you. Maybe the maybe it's me. Maybe. Hi, I'm the problem. <laughs> Getting into. Yeah. Your overreaction. Number as, one. As you're housing a donut? Yes. Number one. Bills are not making the playoffs. 
I was on the fence with this one going into the season. So I, I, I am now. Was that one of yours also? No, it wasn't. I was just like one of the storylines just... I was going to pound on and beat into the ground saying that the Bills weren't going to make the playoffs this year. Cause... I was just utterly embarrassed by that performance out of them yesterday. I mean, Josh Allen, who's supposed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league and is, but that was a rough game. Three Are we interceptions. Sure? Are we sure? Yes. Are we sure Josh Allen's good? Yes. I And this is... This is 55% Jet hater. 45% football fan. Are we sure he's good? He hasn't won the big one. He hasn't really gotten back since he was just throttled in overtime in 13 seconds. It wasn't really his fault, but... I mean, there's other good quarterbacks who haven't won the big one. Philip Rivers being the most famous example. Matt maybe, Ryan. Maybe that's maybe that's just who he is. Maybe he's the Philip Rivers of this generation. That's still pretty damn good, though. Yes, I but think, it's not. I think, I think nobody the, at any point in Philip Rivers' career considered him the best quarterback in the league like we did. We were having conversations, even though Mahomes won the damn ring that year. We were having conversations in 2019 of who's better, Allen or Mahomes. Right. We were not having conversations. Who's better, Peyton Manning or Phillip Rivers? Tom well, Brady Alan, or Phillip Rivers? We weren't having those conversations. Allen has physical gifts that, that um, Phillip Rivers just cannot compare to. Although Phillip Rivers may have some physical gifts if he's able to pop out 11 children. <laughs> so I mean, I digress. Um, I, th I think, I think, I'm telling you, I, Josh Allen, I, I think we know Josh Allen is good. I think we know Sean McDermott is good. I think, I'm looking at this and I just see a roster issue. This, to me, this is a personnel issue for the Bills. Are we sure Sean McDermott's James, a good head coach? Yes, and I'm going to drive this, drive it away because I'm going to tell you what the problem is for the Bills and why I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. It's simply a question of, you know... We were joking about it in one of my fantasy drafts. Time to take Dalton Kincaid, the true number two receiver for the Bills. That's a problem. That is a problem when your your rookie tight end is the true number one, a number two receiver after Stefan Diggs. James Cook should not be a number one running back. This is. This is the problem with the Bills. It's just a personnel issue. They don't have a lot of good weapons. And the defense has taken some personnel-wise some steps back as well. They've lost free agents. It's between Allen and Diggs and some of these high-priced guys on defense like Ed Oliver and, and Tredavious White. It's kind of hard to keep the band together. And they're starting to feel the effects of that now. And we said in the the... the the season preview show if the bills don't win the super bowl this year they're not going to win it because the window is going to close Diggs will be Diggs's contract i believe is up after this Diggs year is gone if if, yeah. if if they have a season like they did last year Diggs is gone if you know at, when is the script gonna flip for josh allen again what has he won 
Guess what, Nick? He's now 0-5 in overtime, including playoffs. 0-5. What mm-hmm. Hall of Fame great quarterback is winless in overtime? What great quarterback, since he's entered the league, leads the league in turnovers and is considered a great quarterback? You know, it's all fair points. I'm not saying it's not. He's not as good as everybody thinks he is. And part of the reason you're correct in that they don't have a running back, but they wanted Devin Singletary to be that, and he flamed out. They want James Cook to be that. He looks like he's not there yet. They, they have um, Damian Harris from New England. They didn't use him at all last night, really. They yeah, have Gabe Davis, who is a pretty good number. He could be a middle-of-the-road number two. No? I think he could I get be. He's a, I get he's a big play receiver, but he's decent enough. That defense, I get Vaughn Miller wasn't there, but Ed Oliver's still a great defensive end. They still have probably the two best safeties combo in the league. They have a decent enough quarterback room. The talent is that Milano is one of the best linebackers in the league. The talent is there. It's on the quarterback and it's on the head coach. If they were, if you flipped the script and moved the Jets to Buffalo and the Bills to New York, the Bills would be getting destroyed. Not just from last night, but year after year, they can't win the big one. They're a great regular season team. They can get to the postseason. But they can't this win the year. big one. That's just, the, it's the tax of everything. This is the end of the championship window when you don't win something. When you right. strike out on your championship window. This is the hell you got to pay. Well, that's that's my first overreaction. You know, we talked, they're a good regular season team. Not this year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And I could that's be proven fine. wrong next week. I could change my mind next week because this is the overreaction portion. This but, is you're you're, yeah. you're you're totally right about that. But I yeah I agree with you. And again, Josh Allen's not that good. Sorry, sorry, Bill's Mafia. Come I won't at me with your you flaming there. tables. Sean McDermott, not a good head coach. I won't follow you there. I will follow That's... you into a lot of things, but I won't follow you there. All right, my first overreaction. And this isn't, I don't think, really an overreaction. Tyree Kill is going to break the single season receiving record this year. Mmm. Mmm. He's the best wide receiver in football. Yeah, I mean, that was a great... I mean, 216 yards, I believe it was. He's unstoppable. Unstoppable. 19.5 average yards per catch. 19 and a half. Yeah. That's two first downs almost. Yep. Per per play. It's just he is incredible. I for the life of me, I I understand not wanting to pay him if you're can Actually, I don't. I don't. What is what was Kansas City thinking? I get they won the Super Bowl last year, but you could have a dynasty. You could still have a dynasty with Mahomes, but it could be certifiable if they still had Hill. 
I mean, we saw just from uh, that first game against the Lions, we saw what happens when you build your team too much around one single pass catcher, in this case, Travis Kelsey. Because then you slide and Noah Gray available. and Blake Bell into that spot and <laughs> nothing happens. Sky I mean, Moore. And, and, and not to take anything away from, from Detroit, because I think this Lions team is very, very good. But they had no business winning that the game against the defending Super Bowl champions with the greatest quarterback to ever live. Most talented quarterback to ever live, I, I should say. Not necessarily the greatest yet, but clearly the most talented. And Detroit wins the game? I mean, that's... Talk about a personnel issue. Hmm. What's your second overreaction? Second overreaction is the Rams are back. Okay, I'm not drinking this Kool-Aid. I'm up Again, like you just said, I'll follow you down a lot of roads, and this one's not one of them. Give me the case. I was very, I was very impressed with Stafford, 334 yards in the air. Um, Kyron Williams, two touchdowns. They just find these guys off the scrap. Puka Nakua, a, 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 <laughs> you know, a, a six-round pick or whatever the hell he was. You know, I thought Tyler Higby was going to have a bigger game. I thought with Cooper Cup out, they would have thrown to Higby like 20 times, but he was not targeted that much. It said Puka Nakua got all those targets. I love saying his name. And the the defense, you know, the Geno Smith might be another case of regression to the mean, but there's a lot of, lot of offensive talent on the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. JSN, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. They shut Tyler Lockett down completely. Yep. One of the reasons why I lost one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah. You know, and, and that's... It, it's a winnable division. The 49ers are starting Brock Purdy, who, yes, keeps winning, but is also a seventh-round pick and was for a reason. You know, it's it, if, they can, if they can rattle his cage a little bit, maybe, maybe... For a Cardinals are going to be nothing, you know. Seahawks just got beat by them, so you're already up uh, one uh, one point by, against them in the uh, the the game of full, the game of uh, division standings. So Rams are back. There's my second overreaction. My second overreaction also has to do with an award and. That has to do with one Micah Parsons. I think he's going to be the MVP of the league this year. Mm. I'm not going into uncharted territory. So before anybody crashes their car listening to this, I will not mention him in the same breath as the greatest offensive player to have ever lived. Not going there. And he doesn't need to be named because everyone knows who I'm talking about. The initials LT. Yes. But he is the closest thing, and he still isn't even the conversation as, as Taylor. But what he is going to be able to do this year against some of the offensive lines that he's going to face, buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. Because he's going to potentially challenge Strahan's single-season sack record. He is going to wreck games, and he is going to show 
the NFL and the Cowboys why he should be the, the highest paid defensive player in the league, not Nick Bosa. So that's my second overreactions. That reaction, Parsons for MVP. I like it. I like it. Your third one? My third and final overreaction is kind of uh kind of of a similar vein to yours. Hold on, let me I'm sorry. You're fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just it, my, it's can... a similar vein to yours, but it okay. is about the MVP, but it is a different player. Christian McCaffrey MVP. You Steelers would have, to def- have a Adrian Peterson type performance, and I just don't see it. Steelers defense is good. Yes. Very good. And he ran all over them, 152 yards of a touchdown. They're, they, it's Kyle Shanahan. They're going to find a ton of creative ways to use this guy. If he can stay, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers right now, no other running back on that team had more than 10 yards. I mean, they they were they were doing the, the mix and match all last year. This year, it has been straight Christian McCaffrey. He's going to get a lot of touches. If we'll he see. stays healthy, he could wind up with, with I mean, 152 yards week one. We've got 16 games left to play. <laughs> we, we could be talking about, like, 1,600, 1,700-yard season potential. I don't know if that's good enough to win an MVP for a running back. I think you got to get to pushing 3,000 yards all-purpose all with 2,000 rushing can. yards. He did something similar at Stanford. He could. My last overreaction, Brandon Staley will not see the the month of October as the Chargers head coach. You want to talk about a head coach that doesn't have the goods. Are we just going to forget the the, the debacle that happened? In Jacksonville last year. And that's Are... such a good roster, too. They're wasting Herbert. They're wasting Eckler. And, uh, I mean, Keenan Allen, that offense is loaded. Mm-hmm. The defense is loaded. Joey Bosa. Edrin, uh, Edrin James. Mm-hmm. Um, Alohi Gilman, the, uh, I mean, the former Navy man, nine tackles this yesterday. This roster is ready to win. It's been ready to win for a lot of the reasons, or for a lot of the years, excuse me, it was the kicker that was the reason. Wasn't yeah. the head coach. And they bring this guy in. I mean, come on. You, you, you've axed Nathaniel Hackett before the end of the year. Honestly, it, this is just as bad. <laughs> this is just as bad. You get embarrassed. I know the, 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 the game was close, but some of the play calling. Miami couldn't stop Eckler. And, and, and Herbert, I, I know Herbert's all world. I get it. But. And just the fact that earlier in that geez. same week, you had seen Kansas City lose. Right. You had, the, you, you know, you, you had, had a chance it. to go one up in the division and blew it. And 
who knows what Denver is going to be. Vegas. I, is I'll tell you what Denver's. Out. I'll tell you what Denver is going to be bad. Yes, because they were bad last year. It was a bad roster with an aging quarterback. Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, man, let's ride. <laughs> Vegas, they're a dumpster fire. They had Ch- Chandler Jones was clowning the organization 48 hours before they played a game. They're a dumpster fire. You had mm-hmm. an opportunity to stay pat in the division. You know you're probably going to split, if not win, both of the games against Denver and Vegas. You have the opportunity to split against Kansas City. It It, it is feasible, but you blow it. Mm-hmm. And the game was there. They had the lead. They had a chance to pad the lead. Nope. So I, I've seen all I need to see from this guy. He is not cut out to be a, a head coach. And... I think now, I, I mean, Kellen Moore, who knows how good of a head coach he could potentially be. But I think that's the, the, the plausible successor. But I've seen all I need to see. He, he, can't, he can't make it as a head coach. He's not a good coach. That's and the thing. It's, it's, Brandon Sta- it's not working with Brandon Staley. Maybe it won't work with Kellen Moore either, but at least give it a shot. It's, it can't be worse. No. Well... It can't be worse. I, I, yeah, I mean, what are the odds that Kellen Moore is the second coming of Freddie Kitchens? I would say not likely. <laughs> and on that note, Nick, tell the people what you got going on, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Nick Parody, at Nick Parody is on all social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, at uh, the bad ideas. Um, the underscore bad underscore ideas underscore on Instagram, bad ideas on Facebook, you know, all of that good stuff. Come see us at down, come playing down in Nashville at your local, uh, your local dive bar slash punk club. Come check out our music, um, on Spotify and Apple and all streaming services near you. Um, yeah, man, just glad to be glad to be back in football season glad to be back in the swing of things uh softball team shout out singers and diggers another 17 uh 17 runs scored last night in our big win over who the hell are we playing i don't remember but we won 7 17 11 so that's all that matters um three and two on the year so not bad at all there we go giant run differential though because we keep scoring like 16 17 runs so that's cool um fuck yeah dude can't say much else other than that brother you be good i'll talk to you soon and i can't wait to do this next week hopefully we can continue to talk about some wins for our teams yes sir i'm i'm praying on this side of the coin at the fake j leo on twitter j.sports.blogspot.com Joe Leo 67 on threads and of course this podcast if you reach this point please like subscribe share this podcast with anybody who you seem fit if you're new to the show please download the show it means more to the show then you know sorry for the late Wednesday upload there's going to be a podcast on Friday with the locks with Jack and uh, one more really quick thing on, on Rogers and this whole situation 
with the Jets backup quarterback and Wilson and the whole nine yards. I may have come off on this podcast as sympathetic towards Wilson. I'm not happy Zach Wilson's the quarterback. I'm not. I have no confidence in this team with him as the quarterback. I have no confidence in him as the quarterback. And doing some reflection, I I don't think I got that message off. This is DEFCON 5. It's the worst case scenario. Maybe it was just because I was in that state of disbelief still that that happened, that the anger of being a Jet fan didn't come out. So I'm letting it come out a little bit here. I know nobody will hear this and they'll just hear the actual podcast, but an updated three uh, quarterbacks that I would love to go out and get if I'm the Jets, and that's still Teddy Bridgewater, it's still Colt McCoy, and it's Jacoby Brissett. I've looked at Brissett's numbers last year with Cleveland. He's serviceable. He can at least get us to the playoffs. I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett is getting us to a Super Bowl, but he can at least end the playoff drought, and that is the one thing that at least this season I hold near and dear to my heart. So, with that said, podcast coming on Friday with Jack for the locks for week two. Till then, it's closing time. You don't have to go home. You just can't stay here. Peace.